What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands, spinning the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760 is your number to participate. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Make sure you continue to visit their website. Check out all their latest products. You can still shop for the comforts of your own home. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that happened over the weekend that's sports-related that you want to bring to the airways, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, uh, if you need to follow me on Twitter or send me a message, uh, you can do that at Sports Grind. And also, don't forget, you can log on to the business page of Sports Grind Entertainment to where you can log on and you can stream the show. If you want to participate, leave comments in the comment section. We'll read those if they fit and they're appropriate. Also, don't forget, if you miss any of the episodes, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast every day as well also. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Jonas? Ready to rock and roll. All right, Mr. Sams. How we doing, fellas? All right, man. Just enjoying another day of winter today and tomorrow. We'll see. Um, <clears throat> I asked y'all on the cold fronts, but someone said, I think when I asked you the over-under, they have to last for like a week. But tomorrow should be, I think it's raining. We need the rain, though. Yard is looking brown. But um, anyway, so let's see what we've got to kick off this week with on Monday. A lot of things that's going on. Of course, we've completed the uh, NFL Combine. We'll talk about that, some performances, uh, you know, some big performances from some of our UTSA-owned um, standouts there. Uh, we've got to talk about some record-breaking 40s, some big guys moving. Definitely want to talk about that. Also, uh, you have some other NFL news going on. You know, we're about a week out, a little bit over a week away from free agency starting, so you're already getting conversations about, you know, who's going to get tagged, who's going to get outright released. You know, last week we found out Amari Cooper, most likely, according to Adam Schefter, was going to get released outright by Dallas. And then this morning it surfaced that uh, the Dallas Cowboys have asked Demarcus Lawrence uh, to take a pay cut, and he said, no, I'm not doing that. And to be honest with you, um, considering how negotiations went with DeMarcus in 2018, I don't blame him, really. Um, you know, because keep in mind, they franchise tagged him really twice. I mean, one, he played under franchise tag, and then the second time they came around in 2019, franchise tagged him, but then they got the deal done you know, about weeks later or so or a month later, however it was, after they franchise tagged him. So, you know, only about three years removed from getting a big raise uh, increase, about three, four years of the max, um, is the situation where now they're coming to him and asking him 
um, just a straight up pay cut in general. So it's nothing new. I mean, we've been talking about on this show for a while, even throughout the whole course of the season, but especially in the last couple of weeks that I told everybody that I doubted very seriously that Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory are both going to be coming back. So within a week's time and a week and a half time, you could pretty much lose really the one in two guys that you first gave a contract to uh, that got extended from one with Amari and the Demarcus Lawrence. You know, will it be a trifecta with Zeke? Doubt it. But uh, it's definitely that they're trying to clear some space and they've got cap situations just like other teams as well, too. So you got that going on. Uh, also, you know, the Aaron Rodgers watch continues. Uh, definitely give my thoughts on that. Um, the question I have, are we really less than 24 hours away from this guy making a decision? I mean, he kind of put himself in this pickle in regards to being on the uh, Pat McAfee show, which I can't, I can't stand Pat McAfee. Um, even when he was playing, I just figured there's so much about punters and do. I mean, the guy got a good hit in a game, and all of a sudden he went on this whole, you know, this folklore. Pat uh, McAfee, heck, heck, got a heck of a thing going though. Cashed in on the radio deal, but Pat and Aaron, they've got a relationship, a close relationship. But I know a few weeks ago. Aaron's the one that put out the 8th of March deadline because he knew the franchise tag was coming. It was trying to do right by the Packers so they can make a decision, trying to do right by Devontae Adams. Now, the question I have is, is he really going to make, you know, put this to, to bed tomorrow? Now, the the crazy thing is, is that Tuesdays is usually his day that he shows up on the McAfee show. So this might be a one thing he's hooking up his buddy with the, you know, a la LeBron James announcement on what he's going to do and whether he's going to stay in Green Bay or move. Now, the other reports that's going on is that Green Bay supposedly has put a big contract offer in front of him that words like changing the landscape of the market at that position could do, which I know a lot of owners are not too happy about if that's the case to go. Granted, the guy's coming off the back-to-back MVPs. But that's going to give the Packers some cap relief as well, too, if they can restructure. Because next year he would he would account for, I believe, like $40 million, I want to say, against the cap, or right around close to that number. And this would allow them to kind of stretch that out for another four or five years. Uh, maybe four, and it can give them cap relief. But I wouldn't hold your breath if we're really going to have a decision tomorrow or not. I mean, there's other things going on. I mean, you got other players that are taking, you know, wait-and-see approach on what happens with Aaron, and then the domino effect takes a place, a la Russell Wilson. You know, the only thing Russell and his people has come out and say, we ain't playing for the commanders. We don't want to play for them. Shocking. It's just bad ownership up there. I know we got some Washington Commander fans listed show, but that's been a bad situation for the last eight, nine years, just from all the off-the-field stuff. Forget all the product and not making the playoffs, making the playoffs, this and that. That has to do with who's running the team in the front office. So Russell says no to them, but added a few other teams to a list um, if he decides to bolt. So you got that going on. Also, uh, NBA Continues to move on. Your San Antonio Spurs failed to tie the record uh, for Pop over the weekend. They took some L's back-to-back, lost to the Hornets. Told you they're going to lose that one. Uh, but, you know, the one thing out of that was probably the play of Keldon. That was a bright spot in that game. I mean, if Keldon can be more consistent like that, and I think Pop kind of took into his minutes over the last few games and week, got his attention. And he definitely came out and answered, and that's kind of the aggression. If he can get – 
you know, more consistent with that, that's going to make this team better, especially if they can nail. Uh, the, the, you talk about it to the cows come home about the talent and what they've got and the young guys. They got to hit these two, three picks. They got to hit, and there's some there, there's some studs. I didn't found one more. I mean, I've been watching them since last year, but I, there's one more that I kind of fell in. I know everybody's not too high on my Ohio State guy, but there's another one that I found over the weekend that I feel like I've been watching for a while, and he would now. I don't know. It depends on you know the Spurs lottery chances because this guy, if he comes out, he's probably going to be in the top five, you know, so they would have to luck up get the top five or they can move up like Jonas has been saying, but um, they're, they're going they're back in action tonight against the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are coming in. Um, you know, this would be an opportunity for them to tie, uh, you know, LeBron's coming in off a monster game over the weekend, dropped a 50 uh, piece against golden state and had a nerve to tell Matthew Stafford from, Hey, I wasn't going, I couldn't, I could not put on a show with you in the house. Like, all right, LeBron, like, man, you probably watch Matthew Stafford play like all games that he's been in L.A., you know, but that's LeBron, though. And he and LeBron is a master of this. No, he especially on primetime games on Saturday nights and national televised games. LeBron knows exactly when the cameras like when the mic is on him on a national televised game. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, he had a conversation with Reggie Miller right through the course of a game. But that's LeBron. But they're they're in town tonight. A lot of things continue to question about that L.A. team. Reports are Frank Vogel, a lot of people in L.A. on the team or whatever want him to pretty much bench Russell Westbrook. So reports say Frank Vogel's not down for that. And I can see Frank Vogel working. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, his phone wasn't ringing, really ringing too much uh, before Palenque came and called him. Uh, you know, he got let go or, he, you know, his stint uh, with the uh, the Pacers at the time, I think it was his last gig or he was somewhere else after that. But I can see him working. You know, you want to kind of keep in good graces with players such as the Russell Westbrook. You never know when your time's up in L.A. if you got to go somewhere else or something like that. But supposedly he's kind of pushing back on that. Don't want to bench him totally. So that continues to be a mess with I mean, they've got a they've had a decent win against Golden State. Golden State is leaking major oil. Um, I talked about it a little bit last week that Draymond Green, the only good thing coming out of this since I have interest in Golden State uh, with that team and I like Steve Kerr, is the only good thing out of this is that it's shining the light on how valuable Draymond Green is. Draymond Green has been pushed to the side in the pre-Kevin Durant era, the po- while Kevin Durant was there, the post-Kevin Durant era, and Draymond Green has allowed them to draft a certain way it's allowed them to not have to do what they can do in regards to free agency, in regards to really focusing on guys, big man, maybe bringing somebody defense. He covers up for a lot of stuff, and it's starting to concern me a little bit on how much time he's missed. Because if he's missed his time, and it tells me this injury is is a little bit serious. Draymond's not the type to to miss this type of many games for no reason, nothing like. Uh, but they are really struggling. Uh, Clay's, you know, Clay's only had like one twenty. That 20-point, 25-point game he had about weeks back, that's like the only time he's had. Now, Granny's been out for two years, but everything with them is because now Memphis has surpassed them. So everything's going to depend on, I believe, the health of Draymond Green going forward uh, before to really feel like if if Golden State is a true contender. I don't, without, without Draymond Green, they're not a true title contender this year, I don't believe, especially with Wiseman not really playing all this year and not probably going to see him. Uh, they really need Draymond to get back, and the question is going to be how much game shape is he going to be in. So Golden State is really, really leaking oil 
um, coming down in the last couple weeks of the season. So Woj is reporting that uh, Draymond could be back in seven to ten days. Mm. Now, they are tied with the Grizzlies. They did catch them. I don't know how that head-to-head works in, in terms of overall standings as to whether they move, uh, that moves Memphis ahead of them or not. But if you're in the position where the West is, where you've got your three elite teams atop of the standings, and then you have a severe drop-off. I mean, the Lakers are still in the playoff game. I mean, this is a situation where why would you rush Draymond back even? I mean, take your time. I think now it's because of the scare of how far you could continue to slip. You've already lost four consecutive. Mm. You, you know, you had a rough time going into the All-Star game. But, I mean, is it, is it, is it just merely the, the why would you risk him back when you don't necessarily need him to compete right now? Well, you, I mean, they're not panicking to have to bring up. First of all, Golden State takes their time with all injuries. Remember, Steve Kerr has spent some time down on East Houston. It's it's that whole precaution. See with precaution, they don't bring guys back. Or look how they handled Clay. I mean, they're they're not those guys. They're not going to rush them back in that. The question is, you don't really want him coming back just cold turkey just for the playoffs. You like to get him back in. The bottom line is, seating is still going to matter um, in 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 the in the tournament for the most part. I mean, Golden State. I think if they're healthy, they're good enough to really go on the road, especially in the West, and win some games on the road. But you don't want to drop too far back down. So it's not a panic. They have to get them back. But I'm just saying this team is nowhere close to what they were. Uh, through the first quarter of the season with, with with the health, even before Clay came back, Draymond is a big piece to what they do. He just he just getting this time to give Draymond his flowers because this is this is evidence in the making what's going on. Um, also, NBA, um, you know, you have uh, over the weekend, uh, you have the Bucks who continue to go. I mean, the 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 Suns are steady again. It, it's going to be tough for them as well too without Chris Paul and. Devin Booker's in protocol. But let me tell you something, man. The Bucks, they're going to be tough to beat four times in a series. Like, I'll continue to take my L on them going back from last year because I didn't ever really have big faith in Coach Bud. Giannis, I thought he would have to move to get one. But, you know, and to be honest with you, no one's really talking about them. I mean, everybody's talking about the 76ers with Embiid and Dishon. Everybody's talking, you know, Bulls are getting some run. DeMar's in MVP conversations. Um, you look at the West side, it's, it's, it's kind of, like I said, Golden State. Um, it's, it's pretty much Memphis is getting their run, but no one's really talking about the defending champs in there. I've paid attention to them real closely in the last couple of weeks against some big teams that you would say that would big. Now, some of these teams haven't been full strength, uh, but they're, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. They got one this coming up Saturday night. That's ABC's next primetime game. They got to go out to the Bay to take on that Golden State Warriors. Uh, team, but uh, Giannis and, and Milwaukee continue to do their thing. Uh, Brooklyn Tatum dropped a fifty piece last night on Brooklyn. Uh, you know they he added a large drink with that as well too. He's been on fire with Boston, and you know again Brooklyn they play Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving has really just screwed this team up for this year. Just the chemistry, this off and on stuff, didn't work. It hasn't worked. It's not any it worked. The, I mean, you play one game on, on the road, he's there. You know, or you play a couple games at home, you go on the road, he's not there. There's no continuity. Um, you know, that you know, Kevin Durant, I think he he hit the thirty thousand point milestone, um, I believe, over the weekend. It's funny, Kevin, they asked him what it felt like. Kevin's like, it should be a fifty. I'm like, all right, Kevin. But anyway, 
Um, I'm not going to say I feel sorry for Kevin, but this is not really going the way they planned. It's just one. I mean, Ben Simmons isn't even suiting up. I mean, they play Philly tonight. I think it's tonight and tomorrow. Now, Ben's not going to play, but suppose he's making the trip. And I'm like, I don't even know why you do that. You know, that's just putting blood and sharks in the water when you come down. Even you uh, uh, sitting in street clothes, they're going to try to let your ass have it. Uh, but I think Brooklyn and um, Philly are getting ready to play. What you gonna- That's going to be on Thursday. That's tonight. Thursday? Yeah, tonight okay. you have a really uh, really good matchup with the Sixers hosting the Bulls for yeah. East contention. Yeah. Uh, Philly, again, they, they're, James didn't play, James set out the game. I think they played the Heat over the weekend. He set out with some hamstrings, still dealing with that. They're gelling. The times I've seen them, they're gelling a little bit better than usual as well, too, that they've been playing. So you got that going on, college basketball. We're here. It's conference tournament week this this week. Uh, the big story this weekend was Duke in Coach K's last game uh, and the ticket prices and what's supposed to happen in the North Carolina-Duke rivalry. North Carolina is supposed to spoil Coach K's final game, and that's what Carolina did. They were 11.5-point underdogs, and they went up, and I think they beat Duke by like nine or something like that. Um, but that could be a blessing to size because I paid attention to Coach to speak afterwards. And Coach, Coach K is the one guy, he thinks he can control the whole arena too. Hey, be quiet. I'm talking. Let me finish. I'm like, man, I guess they name a street after you. You win a couple Olympic titles. I mean, that is Coach K. But he's going to use this as motivation. He kind of took the loss on him for the distractions of the week, this being his last game. I told you they're still a team that might be able to make a farewell run for him and win a title. So we got a lot of other stuff to get to. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer. Mr. Sam, spin the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760 is your number. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by the LaHood Law Firm. Keep in mind, the LaHood Law Firm has 81 years of combined experience to help you out in any criminal matter you might find yourself in. Whether it's DUIs, probation violation, white-collar crimes, you name it. Uh, the main thing is they'll give you a free consultation as well. All you have to do is go to LaHoodNorton.com to schedule your free consultation. That is the LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right, so uh, we got some breaking news we'll get to here in a minute coming down from Adam. Adam just dropped a bomb. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but... Let's start with the other big news that happened over the weekend, uh, or at least we just found out about it. Um, 
WNBA, former Baylor Waco, Baylor Bear, Brittany, Brittany Griner, was detained um, over in Russia, is being detained, uh, was caught at an airport uh, trying to, I guess in her luggage, she had some, what, what is the oil they call it? What is it? Hashish. Hashish oil. Hashish oil. Yeah. Now, this broke out Saturday morning. Um, but what we found out by the time we got later on in Saturday and then Sunday, she's actually been detained for like the last two, three weeks. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's a few couple things that I've, I've thought about on this angle with this. Um, my first initial thought was the timing of this couldn't be worse for Brittany. Um, now granted, look, WNBA players, Going back to our own Becky Hammond, have been getting going over to Russia, getting bags and getting money for years now, for a while, okay, for a while, well over ten years already. So because they pay more over there, you know, WNBA players, some of the top players, they make more money over there than um, than they do in the WNBA. So my first initial thought was. Again, that this had to be, she was, you know, WNBA season's not going on right now. They start up here in another month or two, uh, maybe sooner than that. Everything's all messed up because of the COVID and the restarts and all that kind of stuff for the last couple of years. But they usually start after the men finish, you know, in June or whatever. Maybe they pushed it up now. I don't know. It's going to be May but 6th. May 6th. There you go. Um, you know, the first thing was like, wow, that she had to be over there because of basketball-related things. Maybe she's still playing over there. Um, that was my initial thought. And also was like, man, you know, and I've said this before, and this just goes this goes with entertainer, rappers, athletes. You got to understand that over in other countries, I mean, they've got different laws and stuff that we do. Hell, I don't even know if that would go through TSA over here, whatever she's trying to get, if that's if she's even able to would do that. Then the other thought of it as we went down and details come out, then I hear this was actually two or three weeks ago, then I start thinking like, wait a minute, she might have been set up. I mean, you know, automatically I figured like, okay, this is about to become political real fast. I mean, there's a war going on right now with Russia and Ukraine. Everybody knows that. The whole world knows that. Um Parts of the world, including USA, has teamed up to take stands with Russia. We haven't offered boots on the ground quite yet. I mean, I don't think we are over in Ukraine. We're not actually fighting them, but we're talking about major sanctions. We're talking, and we're not even talking about just the sanctions that's going to hurt their middle class people, lower class of Russia. I'm talking about like I told you last week, big things with Swiss banks getting into. You know, USA is having a big influence over other countries. Cutting. I mean, we're talking about made American Express, you know, Netflix suspended. There's a lot of stuff that's going on that USA is pulling their weight to kind of get involved. So automatically, I figured this was going to become a political type of situation. And the truth of it is, it takes a while. Now, to me, what Brittany's about, what, like, how tall is Brittany? Like 6'8", six, 6'7", six, something like that, 6'6". Six, six. Six nine. Six nine. Yeah. Okay. She's been over there playing for a while. Even the Russians, along with even Ivan Drago, everybody in Mama over there knows who Brittany Griner is. Okay? In Russia. By now. 
Um, so to me, you know, when you're dealing with a guy such as Putin, that's pretty much, you know, doesn't play by the rules. Let's just say that, um, what they say, anything goes pretty much in war, you know? Um, so I'm not going to say a hundred percent that it's totally her being set up, but it, I, I would have to think that she's put this stuff in her bag quite a few trips going over there. And then I saw a little bit of the video, the airport video, where kind of going through customs and it kind of shows that I, you know, and I, and the only thing that would make me feel a little bit different if they're able to resolve this quickly and get her back. But I mean, her, her wife spoke out on Instagram yesterday, released a statement, but it was just even more odd that this is really, they did a job of just keeping this under wraps for as long as her being detained even by the time that it kind of hit the news uh, waves across in this country and even across the world. Uh, but again, it just goes back to show that, you know, again, the world is more co- connected than ever, but the reality of it is, is that you got to know the laws and you got to know in when you're in other countries that if you get caught up in something, it's yeah, it helps you if you're a public figure such as Brittany Griner and they kind of know you over there. But it, it, it takes a lot when you get caught with some serious crimes such as over there. This is it carries anywhere from 10 to 20 years in prison. Um, haven't heard more details about it. Just unfortunate situation. And like I said, the timing of this for her to get caught up with that over there, whether it was set up or not, is just bad timing. Just horrible, horrible. And, and and again, you know, like they always tell you, you know, not all money made is good money, okay? And, I mean, you pay the price. If you want to go over and get and be in these other countries and, and, and take advantage of getting paid more to play basketball over there, this and that, not, especially if you spend a lot of time over there, it, it, it can come back to bite you in the ass because sometimes you can get too comfortable and realize you ain't in the U.S., you're over here, over there, excuse me especially now. Now, if the timing is right on this, Jonas, her, her, her being detained was pretty much about what? Maybe a week prior to them invading Ukraine? Maybe the time the timeline breaks down that way? Yeah, you're talking about a matter of, week, of, a, of a week, maybe even just a couple days. Um, so so it, oh, you almost get the feeling, the impression, like she could be a political prisoner in a sense. Yeah, it? yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Being, that's what I'm trying to say. Being detained ahead of the time. Correct. That's why it kind of smells to me as like a setup per se. Or maybe she's gotten clearance to travel with this before they know that's Brittany, you know. And then it's just one of those situations to where it's like they get orders, they get a call. And next thing you know, they already know, hey, check the, we got to check the bag. Well, and I mean, I ha- it's hash. Hash is a narcotic. Right. Right. And right. So, so you wouldn't be able to travel with that anyway. Right. And so she, she, she has, I'm sure... Just like when you're leaving Colorado, you're leaving Vegas, mm. yet you double check all your bags, all your pockets, make sure there's nothing in, in nothing stuck in there because you don't want to get pulled aside at the airport. Now, interna- I've never traveled like that internationally on an airplane, mm. but I'm, I'm sure that you still, especially as somebody who lives on, lives on airplanes to an extent that a WNBA player, an international basketball player does, that she surely went through all of her checks. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I, I don't buy this. This Which was goes in there for setup. Yeah. yeah, I don't buy this. This this was by accident. Like she left that in there by accident. Either either there's some credit to what I'm saying in my Oliver Stone theory, or do the fact of it is she was really trying to sneak this over here. And and but my whole point is that you can't tell me as long as Britney's been playing over in Russia. Okay, that she hasn't tried, she hasn't, whether it's hash, whether it's whatever, she hasn't basically been able, this is her first time trying to attempt to bring whatever over. She's played there for six years. Right. So I doubt it very seriously. This is the first time that she tried to get something over through customs out of Russia. And part of it feels like maybe they... They've kind of known or they've done it before, like, okay, whatever. And this is the things change when war, when, when bombs start hitting. You know, I mean, things change. And especially when you're in a situation, a position of power, Putin, and you feel this country over here has a lot of things, a lot to do with a lot of your assets being frozen and money frozen. And, you know, of course, it's it's no secret we, we're, we're opposed to this war. We're opposed to Russia invading, invading Ukraine. But, yeah, you said it, a political hostage of war. I mean, I hope it doesn't turn into that. You know, but I mean, obviously you're playing with a guy that doesn't play by the rules, you know, I mean, that's that's just that's the reality. So um, it's definitely the the longer that, you know, this goes on before they can resolve something, then the the more that this is this story is going to pick up. And all you can do is just hope for a safe return. Now, the other part of this over here in the States. And again, there were some people on my timeline and I've seen this, uh, uh, you know, so, uh, break out. Oh, well, what, what do you think about the flag now, Brittany? You're going to stand now? You're going to nail now? What, I mean, come on, man. That's just, what does that have to do with anything? And to me, that's just undertone in general. I mean, what does that have to do? And I don't even remember the times. I mean, yes, I don't, you know, cover the WNBA seven days a week like I do other sports. But I don't even recall Brittany or, you know, regardless of, you know, yes, it was probably that time, you know, during the summer social injustice, all that, but the whole flag, you know, related with her, I didn't, I didn't understand that by some people that I saw on social media. Upon that, I'm thinking like, wow, man, people will take any chance they get to uh, to push their own agenda. Um, at the end of the day, she's American. She's over in foreign territory, and and regardless of knowingly did it or didn't only do it, at the end of the day, you know, you want her back returned safely over here. You know, regardless, and they have to deal with that. But unfortunate incident, but we'll see how that plays out. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so in speaking of women's basketball, shout out to Kentucky's women's team. Uh, they were able to win the SEC championship game. They upset South Carolina, uh, per se. That was like their first time in 30-some years, I think, that they won an SEC championship game. So props to them. Uh, it was actually an exciting uh, game. I was able to really tune in from the second half on game winner and everything. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, they are marching toward trying to cut down the nets and the women to see who's going to represent this year's women's national championship as our man get ready and men get ready and going. Now, before we get into the combine and all that kind of stuff, we, we've got some uh, breaking news that's come down the wire uh, from Adam Schefter of ESPN. He sent out a tweet. And what do we got, Jonas? Yeah, right before we, right as we were coming into the segment to talk about Brittany, you have Adam Schefter reporting that the NFL has suspended Falcons wide, rec- Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley for the 2022 season for betting on games. Pete Rose. Um, this took quicker than I thought. 
um, for a player of any of, in, in the NFL, not just Calvin Ridley, but a player in the NFL uh, to get caught up with this. Now, I've, I would have to hear more details on this. I mean, the rules are the rules. I mean, I guess they would just say, hey, and you know, keep in mind, Calvin really didn't really play all year for Atlanta. Uh, he took some time off. He was dealing with some personal things that he was dealing with. Um, you know, we and that that kind of flew on the, especially in the time of when we talked about Ozaki and all that, the mental health of athletes, and she kind of took the shine this past year for that. Calvin really was kind of dealing with the same similar situation, and his kind of got pressed, you know, swept under the rug. Uh, but let's talk about what Adams reporting. Um, if this is true. And and I guess this would have to be it doesn't really matter whether it was the Atlanta Falcons or not. Um, as much content, as much for years, and we've had it on this show way before it became sexy and way before old um my man uh Governor Christie in New Jersey took the fight to Nevada and basically won to open this I won't say floodgate, but the dam's open for some of these states to jump into this legalized sports betting. We've been talking, this This show's been enriched with sports betting for going back into, since 2009, 8. Um, so you kind of know where I stand when it comes to that industry in general. But with all that said, if this is true, I back the NFL 120% on this. And even if it's former roll time, Mr. Calvin, really, like, this really sucks for Atlanta. Like Atlanta right now is in a bad situation. They're bad situation with Matt Ryan's contract. They're in a bad situation in regards to they've still got a guy that's going in his second year as a coach. Um, they, they're in a bad, they got the horrible cap situation. They're just bad. And then on top of this, this bomb gets dropped that your number one, which was going to be a number one receiver, you know, Julio's no longer there. You know, I understand they drafted a tight end on the floor the last last year, which he was kind of disappointing to me as a rookie year. He kind of, uh, you know, now I'm going to give him a pass. Let's see how he does the sophomore year. But this is your number one receiver, Calvin Ridley. But if this is true, whether he bet on Atlanta games or bet NFL, you got to nip this in the bud and you got to send a message because you can't. And this this goes back to where the NFL, like you made a deal with the devil almost. You know what I'm saying? You made a deal with the devil when you decided to sit here and get involved in the sports betting and to get in a business partnership, like making money with DraftKings and all these other things, which I, I've got some more to take on that when we get back to, to elaborate on this. But this we is, have those details. Okay, we got we the details. We have the details. Yeah, this is big news. I mean, this is big news. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. We'll be back.